Welcome back to Two C's with a pod. You're two cranky hosts hating on Thursdays. Just one cranky host. No, man, I'm cranky too. Oh, you're so cranky too? Yeah, so I've been doing this thing where like, I'm, uh, I, I celebrated my one-year anniversary of being at my business broker stuff full-time. So like, you know, I kind of dabbled in it for a while and then yeah. sold, sold the business. Summer of no worries, um, kind of dabbled a little more, but didn't really commit, didn't really like get in there. Uh, so it was one year today or uh, a couple of days ago, yesterday by wow. day. That's awesome. Yes, time flies. Um, and uh, wow, some stories that I have to share, but I can't share them yet because, uh, you know, as the police will say, it's an ongoing investigation. These are open, these are open uh listings but uh remind me down the road and this is not my listing but remind me down the road to tell you about the story about the business broker that got a gun pulled on him this week wow yeah so was not me um Good. but uh yeah i'm glad to hear that it wasn't you so, yeah yeah so uh <clears throat> but uh yeah you know so i've been taking these thursdays as a work from home day and so you would think, okay, it's a work from home day. I'll sleep in, mm -hmm. right? Like, hey, I don't have to set an alarm. I'll get up. No commute. No, no commute. No, no need to get dressed. No. Like, um, you know, I'm rocking the uh, Pat McAfee wardrobe here with the uh, sleeveless hoodie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, so like any calls that I take today, like I just didn't turn my video on. Um, oh, no. So. The uh, so you know, I'm gonna sleep in. Nope, up, uh, up super early, and I stayed up late. I didn't make it through the whole thing, but did you hear about that tennis match in the U.S. Open? No, it went till um, uh, 2 50 a.m. Eastern, five wow. sets. Um, so I, you know, I, I think I made it midway through like the third set, so but fell asleep late, got up early, um. So, you know, so work from home day did not really pay yeah. off. They, they haven't, none of them have, none of them have, they have woken up early, every one of them. So, but, uh, you know, something that was not cranky, yeah. a little, uh, saw a nostalgic a, a few weeks ago. Um, I, uh, went to the Royals game, you know, great friend of the show at living the dream who we will, uh, we will cease being friends with for the next 20 weeks. Correct. Um, well, realistically, we'll probably cease being friends with him for the next, I don't know, maybe what, 12 weeks? Because once they're eliminated from playoff contention, we can still be friends again. When they're like 2 and 10. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 mean, you know, I think it's very likely. Like, you know, the Chiefs season generally ends in like late January, February. Yeah, the, the we have longer season. seasons. Yeah, yeah, it ends in November. It's kind of like the Royal season is really over. Um, you know, like kind of mid-July. It's about a 40 game season. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed I mean, to be 160 or whatever, but it's I, more, more you about 40 ish. You're, you're right. Uh, like three weeks before the all-star break, the Royal season is, is generally over out of contention, but uh, correct. Anyway, Play the I, young guys actually, you know, as if you go back to our, our football preview, I actually think, I think Broncos are going to do all right. I think they're going to be competitive this year. So um, just needling, needling our buddy. Um, yeah. But uh, Hey, let's ride. <laughs> let's ride let's, uh, yeah oh. let's ride <laughs> what a weirdo um, but uh so 
you know, great friend of the show at Living the Dream. Uh, huge Padres fan. Padres were in town for a three-game set against uh, oh, that's right. our Kansas City Royals. And uh, I gave my ladies, wanted to go out and support our guy and, you know, and, and enjoy. And I, I always enjoy a nice night at the K. So I said, hey, you guys want to go on Friday for Fireworks Friday? You know, Saturday is uh, there's a concert after. I'm not sure what it is called. I love the 90s, but whatever. And then Sunday is like, you know, Sunday normal fan. And Kara's like, let's go back to the Saturday. Tell me right. about this. I love the Tell 90s. Me more about the 90s, yeah. So I look in and I'm like, oh, well, it looks like it is a after the game concert with Vanilla Ice, uh, Tretch, yeah. uh, Color Me Bad, and Spinderella. So, you know, let's let's go back to the 90s. Like those were massive names. Uh, apparently, something happened. Spinderella didn't make it. Uh, oh no! Was replaced by uh, uh, Black Street. Interesting replacement, but yeah, okay. Yeah, and maybe I don't, I don't maybe, really understand Spinderella as a solo artist either. Um, I didn't know that was a thing. I'm not sure what Spinderella would do other than would she play Salt and Pepper Beats? Would she just play full on Salt and Pepper songs? Because Spinderella was the DJ for, as we know, I assume most people know, for Salt and Pepper. So I, again, don't really kind of understand her as a solo artist. So, okay, she can't make it. So we, we replaced it with Blackstreet, which Blackstreet is a really interesting group too, because really Blackstreet is only Teddy Riley and. I don't even know if that's, I mean, I assume he is still part of it. Oh, right? I couldn't tell you. I couldn't yeah. tell you whatsoever. Um, so here's the, here's the lineup. Uh, so, you know, they yeah. bring the stage out. They put the stage basically where second bases. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then yeah. the artists would come in from the right field bullpen. And we're sitting there with, uh, uh, you know, Dave and his wife and the guy he works with are sitting right behind me. I'm sitting next to Kara and, and L, I'm sitting next to his niece, Maddie, his son, Drew, his daughter, Olivia, other niece, Josie, and then his sister, Sarah, and then, you know, so, some other folks in our group, yeah. the next row back. And I hear somebody goes, here comes Color Me Bad. And I'm like, that is not Color Me Bad because there was only three guys walking out. Yeah. And I'm like, no, Color Me Bad. There was like a black guy. A white guy and you know maybe a couple like hispanic guys i think in the original group if if i'm right well here comes three guys two black guys and a white guy that looks like he ate the <sighs> other white guy so possibly there was that Jeez. so i was completely confused for the entire color me bad set and i was like searching like google imaging searching these guys like that's not these this is not color me bad I finally go to Wikipedia and apparently, did you know this? That like apparently a couple members of Color Me Bad like literally got into a fight on stage. There's beef. There's beef in Color Me Bad world. Um, yes, I did. I literally, they went from, <clears throat> you know, I want to sex you up, pretty big hits, then fell off the face of the planet. And I, I hadn't heard that they even existed. My assumption was that they were still around, but you know, because you're, you're you're playing casinos, you're playing kind of smaller, you know, these type of like things. After, I love nineties after baseball games, after baseball games type stuff. But so um, they just completely fell off the radar, my particular radar at least. And then right, so like a couple years ago, 
here comes a like TMZ story of and video of Color Me Bad. Like, so main Color Me Bad dude, who in some ways was the main. I mean, I, I won't like Color Me Bad is a very similar group to like, I mean, New Kids on the Block is a little bit like this. Like, it was Jordan Knight and then it was the other dudes a little bit, you know, right? Like, come on. Like, everybody had their favorite. I'm sure the girls did at least. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure I had my favorite. You know, it was Jordan. Everybody loved Jordan. It was Jordan, you know what I mean? So, like, it's kind of his group. Uh, NSYNC's a little bit like that, right? It's kind of Timberlake's group and then, you know, like, kind of some other dudes. Like, to me, it was basically Color Me Bad. And the main dude was, like, the kind of mustachioed, like, yeah. fold back, white-haired, the white dude. Yeah. who kind of sang high pitched right and that was kind of the main dude had, now had the real man, thin beard right yes the yes real now, thin, correct yeah. now this man is the way i understand it he's the dude that was in it still and then they had the rumble and he was the dude the way i understand it he rolls off the stage the way i saw it he rolls off the stage kind of pissed off i don't know what's going on and then he comes back on stage yeah and just starts punching dudes and it's just like a full-on rumble on stage, color me, <laughs> color me surprised on that one. Color me very angry yeah, so, and upset. So here's here's the other thing too is uh, the amount of middle aged women moms rocking the shirts that say "I want to sex you up." That's really funny. Um, it, it's it's. I mean, I had, there was something that went around on Twitter the other day about like, okay, so dad rock right so there's a lot of dad rock out there and so if you're looking for dilfs right dilfs you go to certain groups you find lots of you know middle-aged dads color so, me bad color me bad seems like a milf magnet a place where you know women of our age moms that you might even enjoy there might be attractive moms out there just doing it up for color well, me bad does that make sense like making sure they're looking good well, for 90s, no, no, they, they, they weren't. They weren't. They were, oh, okay. If you're rocking a, a, a four to five X, I want to sex you up shirt. Um, I'm not, that's a, hey, that might be for some people, not for me. Yeah, um, so it, you know, the, uh, the thing is, is it may, might've been like, you know, 25, 35 years ago, maybe, you know, the ladies are coming out for that one, but yeah, this one, but this not, like... not this one. No, I mean, they, they definitely got some, uh, attractive women down there but i'm i'm assuring i'm assuming they were plants because <laughs> there's no way that these girls that they ended up pulling up on stage a plus. there is no way no way that these these girls are these like, just oh random fans again yeah, this is a courtney cox plant in the yeah. uh bruce springsteen you know yeah. video came to uh came to the k to see uh color me bad um yeah you know so okay yeah, so, so we got so we got like color these, me bad they're okay, garbage so, so yeah so they're, they're gone and then um tretch comes out you know tretch yeah, tretch from naughty by nature naughty by nature i don't know if he's naughty by or nature but he was awesome there wasn't three of them i think it's just tretch and then um boy i don't know the other guy's name that's terrible well I it, should. he was fantastic i'm gonna be honest with you like really enjoyed he killed it, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've heard he's good. I've heard you know that he's a, he's a great MC. Naughty by yeah. Nature is a good MCs, man. They yeah. they yeah, they knew what was up. Also now, married, also married to Queen Latifah, right? No. Who is he married to? Who is Tretch married to? Is it Queen Latifah? Somebody. Some some pretty famous female rapper, too. Spinderella? I could be wrong. Not Spinderella. Okay. She couldn't make it, apparently. Then that's uh, a shame. 
So I'm trying to think, gosh darn, who was Tretch with? Dadgummit. No, it is Peppa. It, it, it's it's Peppa. That's who it was. That's so crazy. It wasn't Spinderella. It's Peppa. Peppa and Tretch were married at a, at a time. I don't know. I don't know that they are now. I don't know if that's still a thing. Yeah, of Salt yeah. and Peppa. Well, sure enough. So, so he uh, he killed he was it. Great. OPP. He was great. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, it's kind of like when uh, when you start seeing your kids start singing that. You're like, whoa, hey, hey, easy. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, I, was, I mean, yeah, it was all right. Well, I was... okay, but then again, I, their music is so it's like a, okay. So we had OPP. They have WAP, right? So part of me goes like, if they're singing OPP, they're still singing a pretty vanilla version of what they could be singing right they have they have a whole different thing you know you know wop right <laughs> do you know wop i no, assume I, I listen to only two c's of the pod i don't know oh, okay. well wop uh, is i only listen to fish and <laughs> so it's wap okay wap so uh -huh. opp stands for something right yep. wap stands for something okay yep. and i will tell you that the p of that is the exact same okay oh. the the female p part does that make oh. sense same thing the a is what you think it is and then the w is wet so that's 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 their acronym that they're going with right now so part of me goes other people's is a easy maybe like pretty tame compared to wet ass right like so you, you know what i mean like so part of me goes it might yeah if my son's singing lpp i'm going man it could be you know like that's yeah. again that's what i say it must be okay right like but right some of the stuff now but again that's the beauty of that type of music i think music that young people get into and it's always going to be that way right and i, I hate to be like you know because I, I mean so so old time old time music right rock and roll music things like that music that kind of moved away from the church it had that same thing right where the parents hated it. it it pushed the boundaries they were swinging their hips around a little bit you know and so i mean there's always going to be a level of pushing the boundaries right that happens you know in music and i think it's just kind of a natural progression and part of it you know and all good music to me as a kid that's how i was looked at it like if my parents like it then it's not i mean you start to get to a point where it's like then it's not good you know what i mean like i want something that my parents say don't like you know what i mean or they don't like like i want some sort of rebellious thing you know that so that's why i was always like facebook was over facebook to me was over when parents got on it you know what i mean and when like grandparents got on it to me a little bit because it got to a point where it was like it's just not cool to be on there anymore because like i can't say everything i wanted to say on this thing anymore you know because now literally every one of my family members you know my elders are on there seeing what i'm putting you know so i i just think opp kind of falls into that category of like and and this, i mean did he oh so this is i'm curious about this did he censor himself or what or did he say the actual words because there is some words in that song that are kind of censored in the radio version uh, yeah they it's hard to tell. Sense, I'm sure he went, censored it, you know. Okay. There's the radio maybe, edit version. I'm sure they told him also, to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I mean, keep in mind, anybody that bought a ticket gets into. It wasn't the like show. an 18 or over show. Yeah, it wasn't like yeah, anything so. like that. So we got Tretch. He's killing it. Tretch yeah. should be. Tretch should be the closer. Well, what I'm hearing, he should be the third. finale. At least third. He should not be. Then they bring okay. out Black Street. Black Street, Teddy, maybe. Now. uh do you know Black Street? Do you know their their what their big song no is? No diggity. There's no diggity. No, 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 no doubt. Yeah, don't right. <laughs> no 
Uh, great friend of the show again at Living the Dream. Not a fan of No Diggity, No Doubt. Didn't like it. Well, he's he has no taste. Then I'm sorry. I mean, listen, No Diggity to me is a genuine. That's like a '90s classic to me because to me that's a song that I don't like. Shouldn't have any. You shouldn't have no shame for loving. Like if you love it right now in 2022 and you're banging it in your car. And somebody pulls up you should there's no shame in that to me there is songs like some of those 90s songs that you go dang man look at this boomer over here you know like bumping that you know color me bad or bumping that opp even maybe but like no diggity is timeless and my guy that's worse than the broncos seriously like i don't know i'd rather if he made me choose between the broncos and no diggity i might choose the broncos you know so during uh during black street i, I made the comment that they were like uh, goodwill boys to men that uh it was one of those things where they're like hey That's hey harsh, man. That's we, got this, we got this i love we, i love the 90s all right great who you are can't you get boys to men though no, no, we're yeah, gonna no. get vanilla ice awesome he'll, he'll come. Boy, boys to men no you're not not a chance okay all right they fine. still fine. sell fine. out places okay. What about Bell Bib DeVoe? Can we get Bell Bib DeVoe? No, that's not gonna happen. Fine. Uh Blacklist, Black Street. Yeah. Blacklist. <laughs> Blacklist. <laughs> yeah. Black Street. Okay. Black, <laughs> Black Black Street. Um now, so Teddy, see, so that's a really interesting thing because Teddy Riley is a very famous music producer. Okay. So it gets confusing because if you just look at Teddy, okay, so if you look at Black Street's you know catalog and them as a truly an artist you're right they just have no diggity they're kind of one hit wonder black street wasn't really a thing but teddy riley now he's a pretty talented dude and i'm curious if he actually is still involved in that project well, i don't want to say that any of these people are not talented no they're no, all incredibly not. talented and they've all made massive money and here they are 30 years later still people love them. have notoriety no, no, hey. and still playing concerts no hate, uh, just a now, little shade. During their portion of the show, uh, Kara, yeah, Kara, L, and uh, myself went to uh, to the concessions in the restroom. As we're <laughs> scooching our way through, our our friends, um, Josie, JoJo, are you leaving? Are you taking me with you? Are you going? <laughs> <laughs> the kids were just like they had this look, like, "What is? Why am I here?" why are why are my moms so happy right now like why you it's know it's a weird so, thing it's yeah. weird but yeah it was the funniest thing she's like will you take me with you can, yes can you, Please, can you are take, you going right are you going home take me anywhere from here are you going to a crowded bathroom where there's you know no music playing <laughs> like this and yeah take me there please anywhere but, so uh, um, to be subjected to teddy and black street here so black street happens and they are and then, not yeah. so great uh, you know, it's so just, they're just they're just right. They're it, just black street, so they don't really have like they got no diggity. And, you know, and, I think it's uh, I think we've talked about this before. When I was a kid, I loved the Police Academy movies. No, yeah. I can't. I couldn't watch them today. If I watched them today, it'd ruin the whole thing for me. Things like if you went back and like I'm, well, I bet if I went back and watched Naked Gun right now, eh, it's probably still pretty good. But, <laughs> I don't know. It's tough. It's timely now too, right? With the death. Well, of the queen. yeah, the death of the queen. Yeah, I was gonna oh, say right. uh, Reggie. Reggie Jackson's wanted. <laughs> Somebody wants to talk to Did Reggie. You see Jackson? He tweeted. No lie, he freaking tweeted and said, "I'm yeah, so did. hilarious." He tweeted and it said something about 
see, I was innocent the whole time or something like that. Oh, or, I guess I'm, or I guess I'm off the hook or something oh, like that. It was so classic. So <laughs> classic. So good. Good for Reggie coming through. I'm uh, sure it wasn't Reggie. I'm sure it was whatever clever assistant he has that runs yeah, his Twitter account. Yeah. God dang, that's funny. So, uh, so the, it's like the only one I time. laughed at. There's been 5,000 tweets about the queen, about good, you know, there's been memorials, there's been meh, the queen, there's, and then there's been like, fuck the queen, you know, the queen's dead, great, you know. But the only one I've laughed at or even really spent five seconds on was Reggie's uh, tweet about, uh, I'm off the hook or something like that. I was like, finally, <laughs> a, jo a funny joke, a good tweet about the queen's death here, finally, of these 5,000. Reggie, Reggie's, Reggie uh, gets it. Reggie gets it. Reggie's, Reggie's been always was the straw that stirs the drink. He's Absolutely. always been that. He yeah. gets it. Come so, mad, Tretch. Tretch. Black Street. Black Street. Vanilla Ice. Okay, so <laughs> Vanilla Ice is technically the closer now. No. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's the headliner. Oh yeah, he's closer. Oh, he's yeah, closer. For sure. Okay. Headliner. Mean, yeah. Yes. Kara's Kara's like all in on this. She's loving it, you know. And, and the thing is, is like between acts, she's really liking all the music that's being played, the 90s music that's being played between the acts. And then when the acts are out there, she's like, eh, I don't know if I necessarily <laughs> like this. Because, you know, I think that's the thing with nostalgia acts, right? Like, it, you know, kind of talking about Top Gun or uh, Police Academy and Naked Gun and stuff like that. Like, it's nostalgia. And so Vanilla Ice comes out. She's like, Gosh, he's he's spending a lot of time talking, right. and I'm like, well, what do you want him to do? Play the hits? He's got one, <laughs> one and a half. One he's and got, a half. He's got the uh, the go white boy, go white boy, go that he turned into go ninja, go ninja, go. Right. And he brought out uh, one of the Ninja Turtles on stage. Incredible. And then at some point there was Donatello, like hello, Michael, Michelangelo. Not sure I, I on that one. No, I'd have to okay. look back at the uh, because it's color. similar, like color me bad. Like now, it's like Picasso. I think is in there. It's not even Donatello anymore. It's like Monet. They, they, you know what I mean. Like they've totally, yeah. you know, it's like, and they all like the turtles are all overweight. They, you know, like come on, turtles. They've bought, they've let themselves go. So yeah, so like you know, she's like, well, he's he's spending a lot of time talking. He's like, you know, the '90s were the best. Like we didn't have computers and we didn't have you know all this stuff and you know just kind of. Um, uh, by the way, he's still like, like he's good shape, not, yeah. you know, sure, uh, sure, sure. still looking good, you know, like not yeah, Rob, uh, Rob Van Winkle, I think is yeah. his real name. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, uh, this isn't like 1977 Elvis here, you know, like, yeah, uh, no, no, no. He hasn't, he's sure um, he, he's kept, I mean, and let's be honest, like part of his appeal was his looks. I mean, for certain women, I guess, I don't know exactly what women that was, but so I do think kind of his look now. Okay. So I am curious about this. So tell me more about like, so do we have the slick back hair? No. Do we have no, he wore more a of a modern look? He yeah. doesn't have any lines in the hair, any kind of design. Uh, no, it was kind of like he had, uh, yeah, it was like big normal... flag yeah. jacket or anything, oh, any no, kind he... of like fancy yeah. vanilla ice type shoulder pad type jacket. No, he had a, uh, an American flag, like scarf, towel wrapped around his neck and then i like do think a, he uh, has he has started to appeal to the kid rock crowd um and kind of move that direction i won't lie i do think he is often um associated with that type of entertainment does that make Repub sense republican i mean i hate to call it republican entertainment <laughs> i just want to call it entertainment that and let's be honest like it's okay i'm okay with that like i mean 
I will say the left and people that are liberal or the left or people that are, you know, kind of lean one way. Like one thing we do have cornered is like music, right? A little bit. And what I mean by that is that most, most musicians that make relatively good music tend to be of one political belief in a sense, right? They tend to be a little more, I mean, artists just tend to be a little more left leaning. And so I do know that it's hard probably for folks that, you know, do have a strong political ideology to then kind of enjoy, like, how do you enjoy a Bruce Springsteen really? And that's the, that's the interesting thing. That's what's so funny a little bit because boy, are they cranking born in the USA at some of these things and they don't get it. They just, I, have you listened to born in the USA? You know what I mean? Like born in the USA is not a patriotic song in any way. In fact, it's actually like very much a, critique on you know kind of what happens to these poor people in our country you know and being how being born in the usa in some ways kind of i don't know isn't necessarily the you know good thing that it, it might feel like for most people or whatever it is so i i it's funny kind of how it gets co-opted sometimes but i will say like when you've got artists that you know are clearly politically one way I do think it's hard. Like for me, I, you know, once Kid Rock went a certain way or once, let's say, oh, Kanye. Oh my gosh, Kanye. Like Kanye is the perfect example. I was just watching the Kanye documentary um, last night. Like I, I love, 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 love Kanye as an artist. Um, I, 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 his first few albums are uh, for me, like some of the best rap albums of all time. I think he's, he's probably one of the greatest producers of all time. But like when he did what he's done the last few years, like I just, he's kind of canceled for me a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, it's hard to separate art from artists sometimes. And, and so I do think a place, a person like a Vanilla Ice, a person like obviously Kid Rock has done now and a, a Ted, let's say a Ted Nugent, many artists like this understand that there is a, a audience out there of people who tend to lean a different direction. And if they kind of, you know, embrace that then they they have an audience you know what i mean and that may not be the biggest audience but it's a very you know loyal audience you know do you think it's part of playing the heel there you go right i mean right so it, it's it's you, the bad attention is better than no attention thing it, it's like the that. it's the counterculture it's the i'm not gonna follow what i'm supposed to do it's um, you know, I mean, Kanye, that's that's what Kanye's deal was, right? I, that's huge for Kanye, right? Obviously, Kanye's huge. Think about what Kanye was famous for before. Kanye was famous for, and I'm not talking about rap. I'm talking about if you knew Kanye and you weren't a rap like fan or you weren't like a pop culture fan, how did you know him? You knew him as the dude that went on the telethon and said George Bush hates white people. Right. Like you literally remember him standing next to Mike Myers and Mike Myers, like looking about as most awkward as anyone has ever looked. And like, oh, my God, did this dude just say this right in front of me? And that's to me what people remember. So it was always this kind of like Kanye is like this very radical anti-white person. But then literally, what's he do? He supports Donald Trump and becomes like this, you know, champion of MAGA, you know, like and on all this stuff. And so, like, you're exactly right. It is a rebellious thing, right? A, a, a person of who like a Kid Rock, him, Vanilla Ice, right? You don't expect people, rappers, folks like that to be 
right supportive of someone like a trump or someone of that you know kind of political persuasion so you're exactly right and and like i said dude let's be honest like if you're smart okay let's say you're a businessman you're a businessman you're just a person who wants to make money who wants to stay commercially viable that again there's this is this is similar to fish fish knows that they will never play on the radio they know that honestly as much as you joke andy that you're not going to follow them you're probably not going to buy a record you're just you're not their target audience and they know they're never going to get to you and so what they realize though is is that there's a small but fervently crazy and loyal and nuts group of people out there that will follow them that and will they, fill up my timeline it will fill up your timeline sadly <laughs> with constant constant right talk of it until it just drives their friends and family insane and so yes you're exactly right like so they realize like okay so they stopped doing it they just stopped trying to make songs to go on the radio because they were at first like they were not immune to trying to make it they knew they couldn't anymore right and so a kid rock is the same story kid rock is not going to put another album out on that's going to be top 40. he ain't making another ball to the ball to bang the bang diggy diggy all that stuff I, he ain't doing that no more he isn't that's not he can't do that what what can he do though he can shift his kind of you know personality and shift his kind of focus to a group of people that again are they fervently loyal do they have no one really to champion them right there's not fifth there's not a million bands out there that are like in, embracing them right there's in fact there's many bands that are like f you we don't want you as fans right so the idea that you would go out and say hey i'm listen i'm trying to make money do look at it the best way i can then i'm gonna move to that side of things right and i think vanilla ice what he's kind of done is i don't think he's been as fervent as some of these other guys but what he has done is he's not afraid to like play a, a maybe a venue that other people wouldn't you know or you know when there's a conference here right and it might be a republican conference like hey i'll play vanilla ice you know or vanilla I, I'll, I'll play that thing you know he ain't i don't think he's out there you know wearing maga hats that i know of but i could be wrong you know but whatever no it was there was there wasn't any political no oh this thing oh no what i'm all. saying is no 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 this thing is 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 clearly like a review it's like the old school reviews that they used to do you know where you would trot out top 40 acts right so you have billy you know buddy holly would play with that's how sadly you know all those sadly those guys died right because they were all on the same tour right and they were all on the same plane right because that's what they would do buddy holly had one hit the the big bopper or whatever he was he had one hit you know what i mean at that time a couple of them so they said hey let's package you all together ship you out on tour and then it's the isle of the 90s tour right so you can't Tretch, you can't play big venues. Color Me Bad, you can't do it. Blackstreet, you can't do it. But guess what? We put you all together, and then you play a couple songs, you make some Skrilla. So here's the thing. You could buy a ticket to go on the field for $25. So, That's or, smart. That's smart. Or you or, just got it for free in the stands. Or you bought your Royals ticket, whatever your seat value was, and you... Set you got a free seat or yes. you know like, you didn't pay for the stands tell me we didn't or you didn't pay for the field yes no did you i did not okay thumbs uh, up good choice i did buy my wife and i love the 90s ah neon pink shirt because she wanted yeah. it was uh, it there were they selling them there that's yeah fine. she'll yeah. wear that forever you don't have to yeah, that's not like she'll wear it i and then i asked her if she would like a vanilla ice fanny pack uh <laughs> which she declined um so that's fine. What's it she, say, like, what's it say? 
it was like word, word to your mother. I think Honest. there was one that actually said word to your mother on it. <laughs> I try to think of something way more clever. And if you gave me a little more time, I could figure I'm out. I'm pretty like, sure that there was like there was definitely shirts that were oh, selling it. Of course, that was his thing. That word, word to your Stan mother, which was word come to your on. Mother. But so she was talking like well, oh, vanilla's vanilla ice is playing. She's like, you know, he's talking a lot. You know, and I'm like, what do you want him to do? He's got this guy's got one and a half hits. Like he's got to fill time. That is, and that's, and these are pop hits. So these are literally yeah. like three minute songs. Yeah, so like right, this so isn't, he has. Yeah, this no. isn't. You know, this isn't the uh, the George Strait concert we went to where he's got fifty number ones to choose from, and he can't play all fifty number ones. Exactly. So, no, it's the exact opposite so that he it's has. Like, he has two songs that you know, and one of them you only really know from like you just watched that movie or it's like a commercial. Like it never really was a radio hit. It just kind of stuck in like, your head. Ah, oh, go ninja, go ninja. Yeah, you remember ninja. that, right? Exactly. And then the other piece is right. And and uh, Ice Ice Baby. I mean, look. Here's the thing about will. Ice Ice Baby. Everybody knows the words. Nobody's upset when it comes on. Nobody's like yeah. if if you're at a wedding reception or you're at a at some place, you know, like a party See, or something. I nobody don't... nobody's ever like, oh God, ice ice baby. No, everybody's out there singing the lyrics. Um, anytime anyone says A1A, someone else is going to yell Beachfront Avenue. Like right. We just I, we talked like I went to you know, and you you you've been there many times. Like, yeah, yeah you I've you, I now have driven on A1A, you know, like yeah. and that's exactly what you reference and you think of. And and so that's the fun part. I mean, again, now I'm rolling my eyes, man. I don't know that I'm that happy. I thought you were gonna go with I'm rolling in my 5.0. No, see, yeah, there you go. <laughs> with my what is it with my top with your rag top down, down so my hair can blow. So your hair can blow. Which his hair wasn't blowing nowhere because yeah. it was like yeah, gel, exactly. so like perfectly waved to the point like there wasn't anything. The lyric I didn't understand was "Girlies on standby, waiting just to say hi." Did you stop? Hell no! I just drove by. Like, wh why would you drive by? Like, I, it's a, it's a, I mean, he maybe already had girlies that uh, he didn't right that were already in there, so he didn't he didn't need to stand okay. by girlies. He they were just okay. like they were just stand by. Yeah, he had his sense. top three or yeah. four girlies there, yeah, but okay. I. I just think there's two levels of it, right? And the, and you know, not to high horse it a little bit here, but like there were many, many, many artists at that time making incredible rap songs, okay, making incredible rap music and rap albums that got shut out by stuff like that, which I do think is a problem. I really do. I don't love it. And I, I know this, like, we kind of disagree at times or whatever about, you know, or just concepts of cultural appropriation, but like, ugh. I mean, that is the, that is a perfect example of a person filling a space that shouldn't be filled by him. That's just me. And that's one kind of like, not to, again, high horse it a little bit here on this. Um, then the second thing becomes like the obvious stealing of the sample. Right, so the the song "Ice Ice Baby" is absolutely under pressure by Queen and David Bowie, right? And so it's always weird to me a little bit too to like know how stolen that song is in some ways, right? And how like obviously stolen it is, like to the point where, I mean, he got sued and he lost. I mean, in some ways, he lost it. I don't know how much money he really ultimately made off Ice Ice Baby by the end of it. Right. And that's why he's still out here doing these I Love 90s tours and stuff, because he ultimately lost most oh. of that 
because of the royalties. And the good thing is, is like these guys all got a payday. Dude, it's fun. Come on, you know? stop it. It's fun. I'll, I'll, you I'll, know, and here's it, what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. You put Color Me Bad, Tretch, Blackstreet, and Vanilla Ice in front of me, I'm going to tell you it was probably better than that baseball game that I just watched. I, I can almost guarantee you that even if I'm sitting there going, Jesus balls, like, who are these dudes? Like, this is awful. Part of me goes, that's way more interesting than the paint-drying baseball game that I probably just watched. I would rather. Yeah, so it was a uh, – the Royals lost five to four. They put up four <laughs> – Four in the first inning, didn't score again, and the Padres put up two and two in the second, two in the third, and one like in the eighth. Yes, or just something like just, that. To, baseball has a problem yeah, with just so, being, in my mind, being slow. Uh, I love the game, but I mean, it's just, uh, it's too much for me. I can't nine innings, four hours out there, three and a half hours. Now, here's the other thing, though. If baseball wants to get me back, put get give me. So next week, let's have. You know, I don't know. Uh, let's have I love the '80s, right, or something. Let's have I don't know. Did you get what I'm saying? Like, let's yeah. keep having these concerts. Well, I, I'd, okay. I'd much rather go if I paid for my ticket. It's twenty dollar ticket or something. I feel way better if, like, after the show, I'm chilling and listening to a to a concert. Or yeah, I think they do. A, they do a lot. Of, there's a lot of promotions and stuff like yeah. that. They have, you have to do to because, when your team is well, garbage. The, the other thing too is that there's 81 games. It's a lot. That is a lot. Like, I could never see being a season ticket holder. And being like, okay, well, we're going to go to 81 of these things. Like, no, way. that is a lot of, that's a huge commitment. That's insane. Um, I wish I could. So, That'd be cool. You'd have to be retired and like mega rich and lots of plenty of time, you know, yeah. and maybe you could do that. But again, like I said, you want to get me out there. I would love to see, again, I, I don't have any, well, you know me, I, mean, like, uh, I love music, I love concerts. I I, you I mean, love the you love the nineties. You're I also that, love the nineties, dude. I should have brought you a uh, should have brought you a neon hat. Well, hey, in the uh, few minutes of time that we have left, I also wanted to talk to you about oh, yeah. uh, Santa Caligon was this past yes. weekend. Yeah. Uh, you know, big Independence Festival, uh, big I Independence know. Pride. You know, um, it uh, so had great weather. You know, I was parking for the church like I always do, and mm -hmm. uh, you know. Perfect weather. Good. So, you know, the uh, our youth, children's, and benevolence ministries. Do you know what benevolence is, Matt? Do you know what that is? It's where, like, people that are in need. Like, if somebody sure. comes in and is like, hey, uh, I need help paying my gas bill. There you go. I need help paying my electric, my water. Look, my uh, I need, like, a month or two of rent. Like, I, yes, I got COVID and I couldn't work. And I'm gonna now get evicted because I work an hourly job. I don't have benefits, and I need sure any money. Yes, one hundred percent. Yes. So true. benevolence is something that our church we portion out. Yeah, that's wonderful. Portion to children's, portion to youth, portion to benevolence, and we collect on the first Sunday of every month. We collect money that goes directly to benevolence. So you have community outreach stuff. So um, raised a nice amount of money for that. But you know, I had had the opportunity in between my parking shifts to go out to the to the fairgrounds and uh you know they they claim it was the 50th anniversary of Santa Caligon. Um I would like to put a an asterisk by that um because they didn't have one in 2020 2020. I mean they had a virtual Santa Caligon, but you can't get a virtual turkey leg. Um, all the classic you know? things you might do at a festival. But, but here's the problem, I think, is that, you know, a lot of the people that would park in our parking lot, they'd come back like an hour, hour and a half later. And the feedback wasn't great because they're like, yeah, there's not really, you know, 
I think the charm of something like that was the mom and pop booths sure. that you would have. Um, you know, of course, attendance may have been down because there was issues last year with, I think, multiple shootings in the uh Dust and of tam temper yeah. um expectations the, uh, the, you know the news media made sure to remind people of that um <laughs> that there were changes because of the shootings um so True. now which the weird thing is is like santa caligon carnival like it was one of those like kind of free-for-all things where like there was no barricade you just went in wherever you could go in you know there's like yeah you could just go in middle oh, of the block or you know whatever sure. so yeah um you know so now it was like you had to go in at like one specific entry point um right you know which like a minimal search or something maybe no you just had to go in there just watch you had to go, oh, okay. you had to go in the, through that point and there was you know several police officers there right um, yeah that makes sense but um you know i kind of walked around friday night after after our parking shift and it was like 10, 10 30. Um, but little Texas was on the stage there. I, I don't know if you remember little Texas of, uh, God bless Texas fame country nineties. Not at I, all. We'll just move right on. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so I, I know the song God bless Texas. That yeah. song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we're Annika is, uh, she enjoys, going into the Santa Caligon festival because there's a lot of treats, right? You can get a frozen lemonade, you can get cherry limeade, turkey solid legs, treat, frozen plate. insert whatever on Funnel a stick, uh, you know, or fried insert whatever on a stick. Um, you What's know, one? Yeah. fried bananas, funnel cakes, you know, just a lot of so stuff good. that you can so get. Good. And, uh, but the thing is, is like the craft tents up there, like most of the stuff, like the charm used to be that that was the only place that you could kind of get that stuff. Right. And now it's all like it's a Scentsy booth. Well, you can get Scentsy anywhere. <laughs> right? You know, it's like right. a t-shirt thing where it's like, "Oh, well if we don't have your size, go to my Etsy shop." Yeah, everything's Etsy and Pinterest. You, and, you know, yeah. and and it's Pinterest and so you're like, "Well, wait a minute. You know, like I can get all this stuff online. Like there's no the charm is gone." No, that's a that. great point. That's a that's an absolutely then, like the online markets make the charm or make the kind of niche things of going to these festivals and hitting these mom and pop, like you said, little, you know, things, yeah. you know. Well, and then the other thing too, is that they've, they've really priced people out, like, you know, kind of similar to NFL football, like your tickets have really priced the average person out. So I, it's my understanding that it's like three grand for a booth for a weekend up there. Right. So that's, that's what and they've done. Right. So basically, so basically if you're going to go do that, it's almost like you, you have to actually like book a year of doing those things, but like, okay, it's three grand this weekend. Then two weeks, you're going to go to blue Springs and book another three grand. Then you're going to go to this place and you know, maybe it's 2000. There's or no way you get over, you get, you know, and, in the red or right at all. Yeah. And so you, you know, you're, and here's the other thing too. Like, um, we used to do t-shirts for a, uh, a triathlon and we would go out and we would sell them and all the proceeds would go towards the you know so our cost on it was 10 and we sold it for 20 we would donate 10 per shirt back to there you go to the, to the cost well there was one year dude where i took a massive bath because the event was basically rained out so imagine now so i'd spent all this money on these t-shirts that i can't sell right at this event this right because sense. like why would you want this now it doesn't happen right and so while we were blessed with perfect weather, like, you know, 
upper 70s to mid to upper 80s, um, some cloud cover, you know, it was great weather. Imagine if you drop that three grand and you got to sell a bunch of little trinkets to cover your three grand and you get Saturday washed out at one of these things, man. Like, you know, those festivals aren't, you know, those chambers of commerce that put them on, they're not giving back refunds for, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll chip back a third for that rainy day. No, I'm sure it's rain or shine. Like if it happens, it, right. You give us the money and it ain't no money back. And no, yeah. you're exactly right. And that's the sad part is that, you know, and so what does that happen? I mean, it also flip side turns all those crafts, all those treats, everything else into more expensive. Right. So the, the cost yeah. ultimately so, comes down to the consumer as it always does, you know? And so how much do you think a Turkey leg costs? Oh my God. I don't know. Take I a guess. No. Just I mean, I want to guess right, but I, yeah. you know, I don't know. I You're mean, not I'm a sure festival guy. I'm sure it's around ten. Is it more? Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, I was gonna say twelve, and I thought that was too high. Yeah, so fifteen bucks. 15 you know, bucks. so it's like, yeah, I mean. And then, like, uh, Annika likes. I mean, if you're buying three of those, then yeah, I mean, like, yeah. all of a sudden it's 45 beans, you know, like, that's like you go oh, out dude. to Red Lobster, have a meal for that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, you walk in, you walk into Santa Caligon, man, you might as well just drop a Ben Franklin because you're, exactly. you're a C note in. It's like, just walking in. Um, you know, and Annika likes to play the carnival games. Oh, of course. And, uh, okay. So she got to, uh, she paid $5 to turn over a duck. To win a prize oh yeah and you know basically she gets like this dollar general like little blow up you know like one of those things exactly. you can go to the family dollar dollar tree you know and then there was one where she paid five dollars to throw a dart at a at a balloon the guy's like yeah you throw until you hit one it, yeah whatever behind it is uh is the prize you get so she throws a dart pops this balloon he's like small you know and i'm just i'm just like this brother's not even looking like everything behind that is a small <laughs> and how am i going to get up there and validate it right like right. it's far enough away that i can't validate it but it's like you know like in my mind i'm sure he actually like, you know put on a good show and like had it block had it pop and goes over there and looks at the uh goes over there and looks at the uh the thing but but i'm sure know, he just says whatever he wants in, to right in my in my head that dart was midway through midway in the air and he's like small exactly <laughs> so, no 100 percent. no i no i guarantee and then the uh the final story that uh i have about santa caligon is um l has a boyfriend oh, right. and they went on a date to santa caligon the carnival nice, nice. and uh you know, we, we were on our best behavior, of course. You know, we're going to tweet and Facebook out the scene from Bad Boys 2 and uh, the uh, yeah. <laughs> Reggie. Right. Of course, we're going to tweet out the Reggie scene and Facebook out, you know, have a little fun with it. Yeah. We had a little fun telling her that uh, uh, her cousins were going to come over, Carter McGuire. And uh, like, I've, I've got a dead, dead patch in my yard. So I, I go out and turn the sprinkler on trying to bring this thing back and cares like when you come back in ring the doorbell and i'm going to answer the door like oh mcguire i thought andy was joking <laughs> she says that l comes running down the hall and uh you know she, she has a laugh about it but uh well that's fun what, that's what nice. i what told her date. what i have been uh what i i was rejected on doing this but what i wanted to do <laughs> is i wanted to bring this young lad on because i don't really know this kid i wanted to bring him on to this podcast oh god and have you and myself 
and we should bring HR involved. <laughs> uh, we should also get Detective Draveling back on. Clearly. To, uh, to you know, and then, uh, you know, at Living the Dream is, is also got a daughter this age. So, you know, he needs to get involved in this. And yeah. I feel like we should just be able to, you know, have a conversation it's with like an interview, basically an interview. interview process. Yeah, you know, get I mean, to know him. And that's the least this dude ought to be able to do is sit in a Zoom with us glaring at him and asking him really awkward and strange questions. And if they, if he can't pull that off, then he doesn't, like, yeah. no, he ain't cutting cut the mustard for me. And Somebody have... uh, on, on my Facebook post, somebody sent me the uh, movie with 50, 50 Cent. Have okay. you seen that one? It's, uh, mm. I think, Den of Thieves, where okay. he basically kind of a similar situation to Reggie where it comes to the door and he's like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? He's like, let me holler at you. He takes him out in the garage and he's got like a done a dozen of his boys out there. <laughs> right. A Samoan dude that starts talking. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> I mean, you man. know, there's a level of, you know, dude's got to know what's up, but that's okay. <laughs> He'll be fine again. And I, here's what I know yeah, about anyway. that. Like, hell ain't going to play. I mean, that's what you, I mean, you know, the other thing that I think is, you know, and not to get too serious, you know, but I do think is like parents, the one thing you can really empower your kid. You know what I mean? Like, Yael is a very strong and independent kiddo. You know, she ain't going to take no, no nothing. No. You know and what I mean? Kid, he's a, from what I, from what I can tell, they met in JROTC. Um, they met in like jail? Jail. Oh, JROTC. All I heard of J at first, I was like, they met in jail. Yeah, so they met in juvie. Yeah, exactly. Love at uh, first sight. Nice. Seems like a nice, nice kid. You That's know, awesome. like he sent her a text, like, "Hey, did your parents like me?" And I was like, Aww. "How do I know if I can like this kid?" Like, I talked to him for like a minute. He's like, "Hey, how are you? My name's Caden." Hey, Shook my hand. Like, what am I supposed to? How do I know if I like this kid or not? Like, still neutral, bro. Yeah, so like, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm not putting no, my chips matter, in any here right now. Actually, I don't know. I'm actually. Uh, I am contractually obligated to not like you for quite some time. Exactly. And <laughs> right. And but but no, like you said, a- I mean, it is nice then when you know, like kiddos, and that doesn't mean they're, you know, every kid is perfect, but that like when kids are in good groups of other kids, you yeah. know, you just feel good about those things, you know, yeah. in those so situations. It, was, it was all good. Um, you know, yeah, so hey. we, we uh, well, yeah, fun. we had we had some good times. But to your point, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, hey, you know, you kind of got to, got to teach your kids. You know, to, yeah. to surround themselves with good people. And like, I, um, you know, constantly tell her, like, you are the average of your five closest friends. Yeah. So if you hang out with low value, you know, backstabbing, backbiting people, that's, that's you. You're, you're the average. Then... If, you, if you hang out <laughs> with high value people that, you know, hold you to a, a standard and accountability and, you know, that type of stuff, that's where you'll, you'll rise to. That's um, right. And men is the number one thing. So for, for, for women, that's it. That's like, it's even more of like a thing. Cause we are just garbage. As, what, 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 not, we're not all garbage, but if, a, or, or I'll say this, if allowed to be garbage, we will sometimes be garbage. Right. So like having ladies that like our wives, you know, or like, you know, people in our lives that like, aren't going to allow for that. You know what I mean? If that makes sense, you know? And well, so sometimes, I think that it's, you really got to hold dudes account. And that's what's great about L. Like I said, L is someone who I, I can just tell you, I you know, in my time, you know, knowing her from, through this and just, you know, as she's grown up, she's a very independent and, you know, very um, smart. And she's just not, 
right she's not going to be talked into anything i'll just say that does that make sense yeah. no i mean like she like knows I said, who she kid. is she knows who he is she knows you know like and, and that's all you can do i mean that's all like i said i mean we can't be as as much as we joke around and play um piper will get there at some point too yeah. right like be happy to come over i can be mike <laughs> yeah, I'm the hell yeah. yeah. You can be Marcus, I can be Mike, or okay. you know, I'm yeah, happy, we can switch up the roles. Happy to do to. that. Uh, yeah, no, but know. that's that's but but on the flip side, like you're right, like we can't be with them all the time. We're not gonna be, we don't, you know, yeah. like, and so we just have to trust that we've prepared them the best that we can, you know, and so like that. But again, I'm happy that that's sounds yeah, like sweet. an incredible family. Had, had a good weekend. had a good time. So exactly. um yeah. So all right, man. Well, I gotta speaking of incredible family, I gotta get to uh, curriculum night. Uh, got to figure, figure out what Annika's learning in third grade over oh. there at the uh, the elementary school. Um, we'll enjoy. Need to actually talk to this teacher about uh, an issue that I have already two weeks into school. I'm gonna be real quick with this, but uh, they have these things called uh, dorsal dollars because you know they're the sharks. Yes. And L had this teacher when she was going through third grade, and she still had some of her dorsal dollars, and. She sent him with Annika to show the teacher, and the teacher's like, well, you know you can't spend those. And I'm appalled that Annika should be able to be willed these this dollars. Does, this is not a solid uh, lesson that's happening here. No, like she saved those for her sister. Like, absolutely, yeah. it should be used. Yeah, she should hey, be able to funny. will these dorsal thin dollars, whatever. Teachers are such killjoys. So we're going like, to have a Please, yeah, no, let's really call a technicality here on this yeah. really cute, fun story that my, your other, you know, the older kid saved her dollars. Like, let her freaking spend it. Who cares? God, yeah. good so God, people. I think the uh, purpose of the dorsal dollars is that if you do the right things you get rewarded with dorsal dollars and you get to spend the dorsal dollars to go like read it, it to the is, younger it kids is, but guess what but guess what it is but guess what you know what's a really cool and neat thing is that her big sister saved those and gave them to her what a really cool little lesson and fun yeah. little thing and like just go with it like why do why are teachers so no, uh, I think she was. She's totally cool with it. I know. Uh, you know so. I know. It's anyway, fine, and I'm sure no, she did it fine, and I totally school. get it. Like, and I get part it. of it, well, and part of it is this too. Yes. Yeah, so what? Here's what happens. Kids will literally, because yes, we do this too. Give all the dollars. Give all the dollars. Kids will literally like hoard them. They'll have like three thousand dollars, right? And so they'll come <laughs> and they'll like clear your whole little store out of everything you've had because they've been saving them for like five years. So you do have to like draw a line yeah. somewhere. Yeah, and so can, I get that. Yeah. So it's funny. All right, man. Well, uh, football season kicks off tonight, so we, yeah, we made it. Be fun. We made it through the off season. Um, We'll have something to talk so, about next yeah, week, we'll maybe. Have, uh, hopefully some yeah, joy and not yeah, some hopefully some sorrow. W's. Uh, my birthday is next week. Um, you know, so twenty-two uh, years uh, young. We'll have the uh we'll have our first uh first two softball games of fall ball in the in the books. I do have a story to tell you about that next week. About Damn. you know what? Actually, I'm gonna tell it right now. Um so there is a men's softball league that okay, plays sure. there's three fields. Okay, the men's softball league plays on two. And by the way, when I say men's, I'm not talking like 20s, 30s, and 40s. Okay, talking older than that. And yes, then we have our field from six to eight on Tuesday nights that my eight and nine year old coaches pitch girls use. The city made an error and chalked our field with their stripe and bases and all their stuff. When we got there, we said, hey, happy to trade with you. Oh, no, guys, it's okay. Don't worry about it. We'll just take the bases. We'll just play over here. This is our field. 
So they go. About an hour, hour and a half into my two-hour practice, a guy comes over and is like, hey, uh, it's getting pretty dark over there. think we want this field now. And my, uh, my assistant's like, hey, man, we'll, we'll be done in like 15 minutes. Ten minutes later, this other guy comes barging on our field and demands we leave. We need this field. We pay for these lights. We pay for this field. You're on our field, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? You know, like. I'm out here trying to, you know, prep my girls for their first game. And this, you know, 60-something dude, 50, 60-something-year-old dude is out here screaming at us. And so my assistant goes over, and my assistant gets in this guy's face. He's like, I told you we've done in 15 minutes. We have this field. This is our field. We're not moving. You know, and, like, this argument ensues. And so the next four grounders that I hit to my girls are so distracted by this basically grandpa their grandpa coming on the field, making them wanting them to leave the, you know, air city. So we just kind of wrap up practice and I walk over to the guy and, uh, the guy that was this guy and another guy were just mouthing the whole time. And so I walk over and I'm like, call the city, ask him who has field 13 from six to eight on Tuesdays. It's Mm. me. Like I said, I said, let's, Let's set aside the fact that your teammate, and by the way, this is the rule of 98, right? The 98% of the people were apologetic and super cool about it and all this, but you got the 2% that ruin it for everybody. I'm like, why don't you ask every, take a poll of everybody on your team and ask them if they are all comfortable kicking eight and nine-year-old girls that are of their granddaughter's age off right. of a field. If that's their granddaughter out there, and by the way, on the other team, literally one of our players' grandpa's on there. He pulled oh, wow. my assistant aside and he's like, there's no way that I would kick my granddaughter off of this field. Like, But it's like like people, man, just so... It was one of those things where you know this guy's just going to come out and he's going to like scare a bunch of eight and nine-year-old girls because... You know, he's reliving high school glory. I'll be there um, next week. Let's go. Let's get the crew together. Let's appreciate it. Let's 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 we'll, we'll handle this the yeah. I town way. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's the it's the IAC and That's it's an athletic so complex. So, to, I mean, exactly, it's time. Like, I, I'll come back into I town. I know I'm a Blue Springs guy now, but like I'm I'm still I town beat in, dude. I got tattoos and everything. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. I'm gonna catch up with you next week. Uh, let all right. Have a good one. See y'all.